Hey, welcome to Happy Hamstrings. It is time for March to come in like a lamb and go out like a lion in the year of the tiger. So we got the lion and the tiger. Where's the bears? Oh my. Anyway, on to the show. My name is Julie Brown. This is my podcast. I named it Happy Hamstrings because one day I was teaching a forward fold in a yoga class and I said, think about happy hamstrings and I don't know it just hit me funny it just one of those it was one of those things that just came out of my mouth before I even planned saying it and I thought it was really kind of cute and funny of course I want you to be happy all over so the podcast here is designed to inspire you and maybe get you to work out and also to document what's happening with my business journey Now, today's episode is a little bit of a rant, so um, rant warning or rant alert. One of my teachers has me saying, instead of the word triggered, she has me using the word activated because of the amount of gun violence, even the word triggered could bring up something for somebody. So I've had several things that triggered me lately. And I know this isn't going to inspire you, but this is kind of my own documentation. So I teach at several locations. I can't believe this, but right in the middle of teaching one of my classes last night, by the way, I had two in the morning and I was even thinking like, do I have yoga tonight? It was spinning. I had spinning. I had trampoline class to teach. The jump at class was at seven. And I decided to do my own personal workout around five. I ended up eating like a late lunch, early dinner, right before all of this. Big mistake. I shouldn't have eaten like Mexican. I don't know. It's just greasy. It was too greasy, but it was $3.99 on sale. (laughs) I'm trying to watch the budgie. Anyway, I can't believe this happened. One of the facilities of the many uses pieces of paper for pay scales. I don't know why where we have like just pieces of paper But the filing is how we do it. That's how they do it. That's how I do it. Because that's how everybody in there does it. It Wasn't my idea. Well, I started to notice like about mid-month, like, hey, my, my piece of paper is gone. As in, my pay sheet is gone. So I wrote a note at the top. Uh, I looked for it. Like, I looked everywhere. And someone either misplaced or sabotaged my pay sheet. So I wrote a little note at the top that said, um, my other, my other February sheet is missing. So I just started a new one at about 8 PM, um, 7 PM, something like that. I was teaching jump it. I don't even know exactly what time it was, but the particular individual who was in charge of the pay was apparently doing it late in the evening. And instead of texting first, decides to, like, FaceTime me. Now, I forgot to put on Do Not Disturb. That was a rookie move on my my part. Now, whether if they meant to do that or not, I don't know. But I was, like, teaching Jump It. (laughs) And I thought to myself, what? What is happening with this song? I thought that the ring, (laughs) like the FaceTime ring, I'm so unfamiliar with it. Like, I don't do FaceTime. I don't do it. I was so unfamiliar with the sound of the FaceTime ring that I thought, wow, I don't remember this song having that crazy cell phone sound. (laughs) 
And then I had like a slew of texts um, basically stating that if I didn't say how many classes that I taught, I would only get paid for a certain number. With the gas prices go about to go up to $5 a gallon, do I want to get paid for all my classes that I taught in one month? Because they do it month to month. Yes, I absolutely do. I do want to get paid for all my classes. So I logged into what I use for my invoices. And even though this particular person didn't care about the dates, I sent them the dates so that they had it. And I even said, I'm also keeping up with quantities in the class if you need that. Well, this person was not doing me wrong. They just wanted to pay. I just want to be really clear. They just wanted to make sure I got paid correctly. And they said that I will. But I'm circling back to like when people were saying, oh, before the pot gets to stir in. Oh, I don't want you to take this personally. Oh, the only problem with your class. And it just seemed really strange that my sheet would go missing. And so I asked, I asked one of my coworkers, is it just me? Am I the only one whose pay sheet has been stolen or misplaced or whatever you want to call it? And they were like, oh, so-and-so's in the office. You can go talk to them about it and see. And so I knocked, like, knocked on the door because someone said they were in there. And if they were in there, they're not answering their door. So I'm just going to let it, just let it, leave it alone. Let it lie, whatever you want to call it. Leave it be. Um, Because I'm going to get paid, but... Why would someone, if you pull out the wrong thing, like let's say if, and I've done that before, reach in there and you grab the wrong sheet. Like, I mean, God, just put it back. (laughs) If I pulled out someone else's sheet that was for pay and it didn't have my name at the top, I'd be like, oh, this is so-and-so's. And then I would put it back. Honestly, it really, I was miffed. Is that the word I'm looking for? I was pissed. (laughs) was not happy. Um, not suitable for work. Don't play this at work. Um, and right when I'm dealing with like these, the TV, I thought I, fi- no, the TV, I thought I fixed. Remember how excited I was? I thought I fixed this TV. I'm right in the middle of trying to fix that TV again, right after jump it. I'm, <laughs> um, I'm also like picking up the slack for somebody who has plenty of client appointments and was about to work with a client because they didn't feel like moving something that was really heavy. Now, I understand there's an injury on one side of their body. However, this particular thingy bob could have been moved with one hand on the other side of their body. I think they just didn't want to be late to their appointment. And they've got plenty of clients that would seem I've been matched with exactly seven in three years. Now, I'm not complaining, like I say. I definitely want the good quality clients over a large quantity of clients. I'm just like, wow, I cannot seem to get, like, they they bothered to call me at home a week ago. And I can't even get an appointment with the person they call me about just because somebody won't reach out to somebody. And who knows why? (laughs) Like maybe, just maybe, uh, the reason that I'm being handed this client from another trainer is they didn't like the way something went down and maybe they're never going to call again and use their sessions. Like, I don't know what's happening. Maybe I'll meet with them next week. I don't know what's happening. I feel like no one's letting me in on the know. And that's the thing is 
the places that I work, they, a lot of them love to keep me in the dark because I'm just like a contractor. I'm not an actual employee. I'm only like a part-time, uh, I'm on a need to know basis (laughs) left in the dark. It's all worth it though. That's what I'm saying because I get to work with other people that I love. Uh, the clients, the ones who work out, the clients that uh, come to group fitness, the clients that do the personal training with me, they're the reason. Like, they make it worth it for all this extra paperwork I have to do. Um, paperwork I get to do. One of my yoga teachers told me to stop saying have to. Change have to to get to. Like, instead of I have to wash my dishes, I get to wash my dishes. I have to do my laundry. I get to do my laundry. I'm trying. Like, I'm seriously trying to shift my vision. Anyway, I went to teach yoga this morning at 7 a.m. And when no one showed, at first I thought, well, I'm just going to sit here and I'm just going to relax. I'm just sort of, you know, I wasn't going to do my own practice. I just wanted to sit and wait and chill and see if anybody arrived because I have a lot of yoga classes and I don't know how many this week. In fact, I forgot to put one on my website. I need to update. I'm subbing tomorrow night for someone. I digress. Um, Anyway. So as I'm sitting in this room. This big. Tiny room. (laughs) It's short front to back. And wide. If you can imagine that. Like a very long, long hallway style room. Very short front to back. I'm sitting there and I'm thinking. All the years that I've been there, how many classes have I not just taught, but I'm thinking more along the lines of the classes I've attended. Susan Sullivan taught Zumba there, and Susan Sullivan taught yoga there, and many others. Genevieve taught Zumba there before she worked with me at the rec center and then moved on with her life often. I think she, yeah, she's moved to Florida now. And just all the other teachers that I had come together with, and all the students that I've met, and the teachers that I've met, and it was so, like, well-connected at one time. I mean, that place was jumping with being busy, and now fast forward, like, all these years later, and I'm thinking of how excited I was when they started building that building, because on the outside, and I mean, it is a great building, on the outside, it looks, like, so spaciously huge, Not that it's not a big building, but they took our group fit room size down like a significant notch, um, taking the group fit size of the room down. The spinning room is not nearly as big as it should be, and the group fit room there, it's not nearly as big as it should. It's not even close to the size it should be, and half the upstairs is like two bathrooms, And when I first started teaching spinning there, which was 2015, 2016, I mean, like you'd go into that bathroom, which is half your upstairs. And if there was soap, there wasn't paper towels. If there was paper towels, there wasn't soap. If there was soap and paper towels, there's no toilet paper. Like they wouldn't keep any, like literally nothing was ever right. (laughs) It's like, why can't we keep it stopped? How hard is it to keep soap? Paper towels and toilet paper all in the same bathroom. (laughs) And there was one time when I went running in there in a hurry. And some kids, who I believe were with the yoga class at the time years ago, 
thought it was really cute to go in and crawl under the stalls and lock all the stalls from the inside and crawl out. They thought they were hilarious. Um, just all the years, all the things, like all the stories, I've had so many experiences in there. And then here I sit in this empty room and I'm like, what? Ha-? Like everybody quit coming. And I know they think seven o'clock's too early. However, I just taught a, a 5 a.m. I taught a 5 a.m. class um, and folks are showing up for that. And I kept saying, well, if I make a yoga class that's worth being at, then they'll come to seven. They'll be, you know, it'll be worth I want to make a class that's worth getting out of bed at 6 a.m. And I'm not going to take it personally. But no one came this morning. I mean, I, I know I sound like I'm taking it personally. Maybe I am a little, but not like, not like I'm thinking it's on one person. But maybe I'm starting to lean into the idea that most places I'm teaching aren't the right place for me. And it's not because, I'm not saying like that they don't appreciate me. I just feel like group fitness has overall as a whole it started to crumble a little and I want to see a restructuring of it but it's just not happening as fast as I want it to now I do have a funny story about yesterday I was sitting now it's probably not as funny as it seems to you to me I mean to me for you (laughs) I didn't know how many were coming for spinning and all the bikes were put up in fact I probably wouldn't have done my own personal workout at 5 p.m had I known that none of the bikes were set up for my class, I would have just like skipped working out for myself to set it perfectly. And I walked in at a quarter till and I was like, oh no. Then I thought, well, it's not like it takes very long to set the bikes up. So I start setting them up and I'm like, well, I don't even have a full registered class. And the nighttime classes usually get pretty full. I had seven registered. I laid out nine bikes. Nine people came in. I set out just the right number. It was like magic. And then every time I would get back on my bike, someone else would come in who had not been fit. Like I'd fit someone, sit down. Someone else would come in. Have you been fit to your bike? No. Okay. I'd fit someone and then I'd sit down and then someone else would come in and I'd be like, have you been fit to your bike? No. Fit them and sit down and like, wow. Okay. Now it's like 17 minutes after. Now I've spent the whole class fitting you to your bikes. (laughs) And I'm starting to try to, like, as soon as it's time for the class to begin, I'm trying to give cues. But, of course, folks get distracted. They're, like, on their phones. They're not really into it. Like, I'm fitting someone to the bike, and they're just sort of, like, partially pedaling, you know, not really, like, getting it like they're supposed to be. Because I'm not coaching. I'm just fitting and trying to coach and fit people at the same time. But that's not the thing. It takes so long because... I'm starting to laugh. I can say, I'm, and you're just going to sound like I'm making this up. I love my students, first of all. Okay. If you're my student and you're listening, I love you. I love all of you. I will say, make your foot flat. And every time, and I have to push sometimes on their foot, not even every time, but so many times that I say, make your foot flat. They dip their toe like they point their toe down. And I think they mean like ballerina toe. But I'm not saying ballerina toe. And then the final one, like the last one I fit, like I said, like I got really, really, I'm getting where I give instructions. I'm trying to be very, very wordy, specific, but not too wordy. 
I'll say, bring the pedal to the bottom, six o'clock at the very, very bottom. Now, some of these kids know what six o'clock means. Some of them may not. I don't know. And then I would say, like, bring the pedal back a little bit and they'll bring it forward. <laughs> and then I say, pedal forwards. And I'll even, like, I'll do some, like, circles with my hands to show which way is forwards. But most people know which way forwards is on a bike, right? So the last one I fit, out of all the folks I had to fit, got to fit, got to fit at the last minute that ran into class time. I'll say, um, okay, now that I fit you, I want you to pedal forward a little bit. And they would start pedaling backwards. And I'm like, and I said, I just went, I don't know why you're pedaling backwards. <laughs> and then I stepped back and I said, were y'all sent here to mess with me? Because now I've spent 20 minutes fitting people to their bikes because I even said to one of them, like, I need to start class and it's going to be a lot faster if you'll listen and pay attention. Now, the other thing I'm having to do is before I start fitting them to their bike, fitting them to their bike is I have to say, please put your phone down because honestly, I do have some boundaries. I'm not going to fit you to your bike while you're scrolling around on your phone. And they always like, I'll say, don't touch the saddle here. I'm going to move it. So I need you to raise up one leg. This is called a hip check. But put your, you can put your hand on the handlebars. Please don't put your hand on the saddle because I'm going to move it. And I like 50% of the time, they put their hand right on the saddle when I say, don't put your hand here, put your hand here. And then they put their hand on the saddle and I'm like, okay, so I'm about to move this and you're going <laughs> to, the other things that happen is I'll tell them to stand beside the bike and lift up their leg for the hip check. And like, I had one girl that started standing on her tippy toes and I'm like, why are you trying to stand on your tippy toes? That's going to mess up the bike fitting. And then I had one girl <laughs> who was like standing up. And then I was like, no, when you're like, she got onto the pedals and she came out of her seat is what I mean. When I'm trying to check the angle of her knee, she came up out of her saddle and I said, no, please don't, please don't come out of the saddle. I'm trying to check your, um, your knee angle. And I try to be like really clear so they know what's coming. But the best thing for me to do is I just get to where I grab their shoe and I'm like, I need you to hold your foot right here real still. And like only 30% of them actually can hold it still. And they'll go, one of them was like, I don't know why my foot's moving. So it's been a real adventure fitting folks to their bike. And then I'll say it over and over. If I fit you to your bike, please put it in your phone. You can always be rechecked later. Please put it in your phone so that you know. If you don't know what to do, just take a picture of this where the saddle has numbers and letters. Oh, my word. Just the fitting. And even somebody else was like telling me that she coaches spin with me uh, at the same place. She's like, yeah, it's like as soon as you get one fit and sit down, another one walks in. <laughs> now, at the first place I coached spinning, they were very strict about you couldn't come in if you hadn't already had a bike fitting appointment. Now, that's the way a strict uh, well-run studio does it and they were actually making folks like pay extra for spinning that puts value on it right and then there was like a little index card file box where people could look up their bike setting if they forgot it because we let we didn't let them keep up with it in their phones we would just have a file and you could just look anyway it's been an interesting adventure <laughs> between the payroll sabotage attempt um 
people coming in at 15 after for a class and I'm like, well, just so you know, you're supposed to get here early. <laughs> and also one of the other classes that's paid extra, um, this is interesting enough. They say that they're supposed to arrive 15 minutes early and then I can't get into the software to do my little ad enroll. There's an enroll new student that's paid. I can't get in to do that at 15 till. And my boss wrote back, well, we tell them to be there at 15 till. I can't even get there. I can't even get into the building before 15 till. The door is like locked now. So 5 a.m. I'm trying to get the key out of the key box with my code. Go up the stairs. Now it's too late to enroll people <laughs> if they haven't already done it. I have to wait till class ends because of the way that my boss has set up the timer to actually do the enrollment thing. Uh, she she says she appreciated the feedback. I'm like, nobody's getting there at 15 till. Uh, I went to a class last night in the same format. The door was not open at 15 till. And I looked at the girl trying to get in and she said, oh, I'm checking to see if this got canceled. She just assumed the class was canceled. And it was like a quarter till five and nobody was there yet. Not like I needed to get in, but I knew the class wasn't canceled because I would have seen something in the group chat. Just the little things, you know. Overall, my energy level is really high because I've been exercising more than ever. Um, I would say the only downfall of that it, downfall to that is I'm eating so much more food. <laughs> like I'm hungry all the time. Uh, I'm trying to get more protein instead of more carbs. I'm obviously losing uh, inches because I need different yoga pants <laughs> as I discover more and more in the jump it trampoline class um yeah so I want to go down another size we're gonna see what happens um I just don't do running a lot of folks do running I don't like to do running I'm always joking that if I was supposed to be a runner I would be built like a runner all right so I've got two classes down three to go Wherever you're at, be happy, be healed, be free. Please check out my website. It's yogijules.com. That's Y-O-G-I-J-U-L-Z.com. Thanks for listening to today's, um, I don't know what to call it, Hulked Out Julie. We'll call it Hulked Out Julie episode. Because um, I'm lifting weights more than ever. And like yesterday I was uh, activated and angry. And um, today I've marked... I've got this thing where I mark my moods sometimes. Today I'm feeling a little anxious. I had a little feeling of somber or sadness when I was in the empty group fit room. But it was sort of like melancholy, missing the missing the big group fitness good old days. I'm missing that camaraderie we used to have. And hopefully one day we'll see it return. This summer I'm thinking of taking a huge, huge step back. Um, so if you want to come to my classes, you better do it before May. <laughs> I may just be at one facility. I don't even know. Also on my website, yogijules.com, you're going to find links to the alpaca event. I have a yoga at the alpaca farm event coming up. That's May 7th, the year 2022 from 9 a.m. to 12. So we're going to spend all morning exploring the farm and then we'll get to do yoga at the wedding venue pavilion after a short recess, we will get an official tour of this award-winning alpaca farm. All the details are there um, on my website. So, 
once again, whatever time of day or night it is and wherever you're at, I really appreciate you listening to me. If this is your first time listening, please know that I started this podcast in 2019 when I first enrolled in my 200-hour training. I'm trying to shift my vision and change my attitude a little bit to look at things in a different light. It seems like every single day, the more I try to stay positive, the more challenges are presented to me. And so I'm just going to start thinking like challenge accepted and then just keep a smile on my face and just keep on going no matter what people do, uh, no matter what people say. I'm just going to love the world anyway. Because if everybody can be full of hate for no reason, then I can be full of love. Namaste and please do embrace self-care.